This is the Gospel for Life, where we have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. Around the table today is Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Jonathan Van Hoogen from Dayspring United Reformed Church, Vinnie Hanke from Valley Life Community Church, and Ryan Hemphill from Treasure Valley Reformed Presbyterian Church. To catch earlier broadcasts, just search The Gospel for Life wherever you subscribe. To find out more about this ministry and about our annual conference, go to ReformationBoise.com. Welcome back to The Gospel for Life. It is good to be with you again this morning and start the day with you, uh, whether you're in your car or listening later on in a podcast. Two of our normals are not here both Vinny and Ryan are out for the week, so we have guests in here, but they've been in here so often that it's really kind of rude to call them guests. But Josh Bales, who has been instrumental in this program for years and years and years, is back with us. Josh, good to have you. Good morning. Good to be here. And Matt Mashevich is also here with us, has been with us many a time. and so Good, good morning. And... It wasn't overly difficult to talk him into coming in today to record some shows because we are going to be talking about books. This is the funnest show of the year, man. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. (laughs) And it's the summertime. What that means for at least some people is that they have more time on their hands. They have a little less demanding schedule that they might have in other times of the year. And so what we wanted to do is give out possibilities for summer reading. And so what we're going to do is each day is going to be kind of a broad category. Naturally, books can bleed over into other categories, so it's not going to be hard and fast rules about what books we're going to talk about on what days as far as some are going to trickle from category to category. But the design is we want to talk about books that we have read and would recommend and books that are on our to-read list and why we are so looking forward to hopefully getting to those books on that list. So the first category is theology proper, systematic theologies, confessions, theology books. So these are the heavy hitters. So guys, what's what's on your list? Well, what I started on my list, it was actually a gift from one of the congregants of my church, and it's called Creeds, Confessions, and Catechisms, a Reader's Edition. Is that the red one? Yes, the my, red one. My son just bought that one. It's it's beautiful. I mean, the binding and, and the gold leaf on the front, it's it's a gorgeous book. and um, Available at the conference. Yep, available. Yes. Actually, I saw it at the conference, yes. um, and I was like, oh, I, I already have that one. Yeah. But it's great because it has basically – all of the creeds and confessions of the Protestant Reformed churches, as well as some of the ecumenical creeds of the early church. And it's just a fantastic read, just to see the deep history. So some of those would be? Oh, you got the Heidelberg. You've got, um, you know, the three forms of unity would be in there. The Baptist Catechism, the Baptist Confession of Faith, the Westminster Traditions, and um, everything like that from the Protestant Reformation. And then you know, Nicene Creed and Athanasian Creed and, and so forth. Beautiful um, hardback book. Yes, very, very beautiful. Well, for me, uh, this is so. This would be the book that I would um, that I have read that I would recommend. Uh, Van Maastricht, Petrus Van Maastricht. He was a Dutch theologian. Uh, lived sixteen thirty to seventeen o six. So he was 
you know, a generation. I mark all my history uh, with jo- Jonathan Edwards. So he was a generation before Jonathan Edwards. In fact, he was Jonathan Edwards's favorite theologian. And and I would just say there's a value of reading old books, right? Like C.S. Lewis talked about this, how we can get into this this stream of chronological snobbery where we buy into the secular idea that the new is good and the old is bad. Um, the value of reading older books, and especially Petrus van Maastricht, is y- you see uh, how serious not only theology proper is, but how serious the practice of that theology is. So his book... Uh, called theoretical practical theology it's a it's a mouthful but it's actually very descriptive of how he approaches the whole subject uh, he first gives you the theology of any given you know the doctrine of any given subject so you're on the trinity here's the doctrine of the trinity he then goes into answering objections against the trinity he then goes to apply the trinity uh, he, he applies it in the areas of comfort uh, in the areas of exhortation in the areas of self-examination and the format of the book is so accessible you, you, format is so important when you're reading books right like you can flip to any page in this book and immediately find the subject of what you're looking for so i i couldn't recommend petrus van maastricht enough reformation heritage books is where you would get it and they just released volume four it's it's a multi-volume set. Yeah. Well, and I'm not sure if volume four is even the end. No. They're I gonna, don't I think, think it is. I think they're at least doing seven. But but Van Maastricht helped, helped form my preaching the way that it is right now. He, he was so influential on my preaching. Super great. I'm going to just circle back to something Matt said earlier about the book that he had purchased or is reading the Reformed Confessions book. If you really want a deep dive into Reformed Confessions, there is a four-volume set called Reformed Confessions of the 16th and 17th Centuries. And if you have any type of historical sense, it really does trace the, the Reformed Confessions from all over continental Europe. And you can begin to compare what was significant, what was important, why was this a common theme in each of these, and begin to see the influence of people on other people. But you have to be committed because these, this is a massive, each volume is 600, 700 pages. Yeah, my my summer reading isn't massive volumes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so when I was thinking about summer reading and recommendations for summer reading. I was thinking of things that some, uh, you know, one volume that somebody could uh, carry with them on vacation, uh, take take away with them. I I love uh, R.C. Sproul's book, Everyone's a Theologian. Uh, it covers every area of doctrine. And it's been, you know, we've used it in our church and Bible studies. You know, I've at one point, I purchased a copy for everybody, but it was a it was just a a, a very good, well written book. The same, and uh, I'm not sure if it's still in print, but Foundations of the Christian Faith by James Montgomery Boyce. I mean, the very title of it the, it says a, a comprehensive and readable theology. That's what you want for summer reading. You want something that's that's readable, but it also is is full enough that you're actually learning a new thing. So. I would recommend Foundations of the Christian Faith uh, by uh, James Montgomery Boyce, and uh, you know I could, I could in that in this same kind of category of readable, um, I would put uh, a Summary of Christian Doctrine by Louis Burkhoff. 
this is another valuable little tool, uh, particularly because at the end of each chapter, there are questions and answers. Uh, I, I mean, questions that reflect back on the chapter. So what are you learning from it? You can read the question, go back and, and, and look over if you didn't fully understand it. But Summary of Christian Doctrine by Louis Burkhoff is really excellent. Uh, the Foundations of the Christian Faith by Boyce is back in print or in print. Um, they've republished that book. Um, that actually was the first quote unquote systematic theology book that I read. Um, mm-hmm. So it was early on when I came into the Reformed faith, and that was actually one of the first books that I owned from a Reformed perspective and one of the first books I, I read. So it, it's, a, it's a wonderful book, and, and it's easy to look up information, you know, so if you want to, you know, on particular doctrines, but it's a readable theology. So you read it and and there's, it just flows. It's a natural kind of read. One on my to to read list is related to what Jonathan was just talking about. He talked about everyone's a theologian, but I really would like to to go through R.C. Sproul's Truths We Confess. I don't know if any of you guys have, I've read only spots of it. I haven't read it cover to cover, so... Uh, that, that you know, I could go to that. That was a that's a study of the Westminster Confession of Faith, probably derived from uh, his classroom lectures um, when he was teaching. I was able to audit R.C. Sproul teaching uh, the the Westminster Confession of Faith in a class, and I I had notes. And when I was looking back over the things that I was reading, I was realizing that it was reflective of some of those uh, classes that we were in. Excellent book. Excellent book. So on my uh, to-read list is uh, Gerhardus Voss's uh, Biblical Theology, Old and New Testaments. So Gerhardus Voss lived 1862 to 1949. He was in the last generation of good Christians at Princeton before Princeton uh, lost its Christian identity. Biblical theology is is a is a discipline that I'm just now uh, getting into. I've read a lot of systematics, but biblical theology is so rich because essentially what it does is it it grabs a hold of a theme. And it traces that uh, theme or that thread, that particular redemptive idea or image from, from Genesis to Revelation. And so what it, what it helps to do is it helps to, it helps to bring unity to all the diversity in scripture. So you could do, like, for instance, biblical theology of the tree of life found in uh, Genesis 2. Mm. And you can actually see that, oh, this theme of the tree of life is found everywhere yep. in Scripture. It's woven in. Yeah. And it is such a fascinating way. So I, I want to read Voss, Biblical Theology, to learn how to do that in preaching and teaching and everything else. So a s- slight PTSD moment when you mentioned this book, because this was a book that I read while I was in seminary, and it was absolutely the worst seminary class that I had. <laughs> um, so maybe it's not a good book then. No, no, it's nothing against Voss. It, <laughs> Voss was not the problem. <laughs> but the professor was leaning on a, a TA to help in the class, and the TA knew absolutely nothing about education or educational theory or practice, but thought he did. 
and absolutely designed a course that was an abomination educationally. Oh, no. <laughs> and so I have all of this what an endorsement, <laughs> all this trauma um, from the course because it was so poorly designed. Now he's no longer at the seminary. He right, so all my PTSD comes from math classes, you know. And oh, I, yeah. <laughs> so I all of that to say, I think I ought to go back and reread Voss in a different time in a different setting and actually benefit from the book instead of reading it with all of these atrocious assignments that were designed that I'm like, wait, were you doing drugs when you designed this assignment? <laughs> I'm sorry. One, one book that I have on my to-read list in this category is Theolo- Theology for Ministry by PNR Publishing. I actually picked that up at the Reformation Boise Conference. And that is an excellent book. Yeah. Well, tell me about it because it's on my list for like this week. I, I, should, I shouldn't say it's an excellent book in the fact that I've read it all. I have read probably a half dozen chapters because each chapter stands alone. Yeah, it's a large book, too. It is a large book. But I like that fact that you can just pick out a chapter and treat that like a book and say, I right. read a book. Yes. Because I read a <laughs> chapter that deals with a topic. That's that's the one edited by uh, Sinclair Ferguson. Yes, over, it is. Yes, yeah. or written by him. That's good. Every chapter that I've read of those six out of the who never I don't remember how many are in the book have been beneficial to me personally. So Yeah, and I just want to say for people who haven't been to Reformation Boise, if you like books, this is a must go place for you. Absolutely, because the books are uh at cost or below cost yeah. and there is tons and tons of them. One of the books that Jonathan is going to talk about next is also on my list and it deals also with a speaker that's coming out this year. Well, I'm, I'm oh not just kidding. Uh, just our topic of our uh, topic. <laughs> it's a uh, it's the covenant theology and scripture. It's God to us. It's my it is my summer read by Stephen Myers. He was one of our speakers at uh, Reformation Boise um, in the one of the first years we were meeting. But it but it goes through the covenant and spells it out for us. So it's my my summer read. And it would have been Josh's summer read if I had remembered to bring his book. Well, this is all the time we have for today. We will see you tomorrow.